everyone and welcome to episode 25 of the podcast i'm steve filling in for pete and i'm joined as always by pixel par hey guys this week we're going to talk detective pikachu tetris 99's new dlc and a new mobile game coming from the pokemon company exciting stuff so neither of us have really played anything this week no we've been terrible i've been so busy i've just not played anything new I'm the same, and I've kind of just like, we discussed it briefly, I think, on the last episode, and I was just like, oh, you know what, there's just nothing really that's I just can get into at the moment. I'm just having a bit of a gaming drought, I think. No, I just keep going back to Cuphead, just keep playing that every now and again, because there's a few levels I still can't get past. Are you still on that third island? There's only three islands, I think. I have no idea. I've not got past the second one. Okay, no, that's... When I first played it, I never got past there either, but I was playing co-op, which made it so much harder. Does co-op actually make it more difficult then? Well, it does and it doesn't, like, because you can save each other when you die mm-hmm. by doing like a parry attack on the ghost, but because you're always concentrating on the other player and making sure they don't die, it just makes it harder for you at the end of it. It took me ages to figure out the parry system. I'm just a- I'm absolutely terrible at it. Whatever it is, I go to jump on it and I just jump in it. And then I end up getting killed. Well, so the timing? It's I know, just I'm just terrible. I'm just terrible at the, at the game, basically. I need someone you to jump, jump for me. And then you parry. <laughs> so it's two button presses and it's the same button. Are you still playing that handheld? Uh, yeah, I've played a bit at Docked. But... Have you been using the, the D-pad or the stick? Stick. Yeah. You know I'm a stick guy, even if... Yeah, I know. Even if it's an 8-bit game, you still use a stick. Always stick. Yep. It's bizarre. Yeah, I've I've not really been playing anything. I've got that new game that I'm going to be reviewing for the site that I haven't haven't even had a chance to start on yet. So um, that's probably going to be taking up my time in the next week or so. But I just wanted to take a quick moment before we get into the news to uh, talk about our Patreon. If you haven't heard already, uh, if we haven't plugged it enough on the last episode, you can check us out at patreon.com slash lootpots. And the first episode of the new After Dark podcast went up last week. It went up this week. Went up Monday. Sweet, last so, week. Yeah, I know. It's, it's really difficult. Anyway. Conf- it's really confusing. So it's uh, it went up Monday. If you want to check it out, we spoke about all sorts of stuff. Driving, poo cakes. And Pete's on there. If you're missing Pete already, yeah. then you've got another episode you can listen to with <laughs> Pete in. <laughs> okay, let's get into the news then. So I haven't played anything this week, but I did go watch Detective Pikachu, which you were meant to go watch, but you never ended up I totally up, didn't. Never ended yeah, up going to. Yeah, I didn't to. watch it. Did you like it? Did you actually think it was good? That's my main question. There's some really mixed reviews. No, I I did enjoy it. Uh, And I think it's because I'm a Pokemon fan and they focused a lot heavily on those like initial Pokemon. There are there were some Pokemon in there I just didn't I didn't see before. I've never seen them because obviously as we've discussed before, me and you really have only played the original Pokemon games rather than only 151, isn't there? Yeah. That's all there is. But um there's some Pokemon that are from additional generations. I don't want to spoil which ones they are for for the listeners, but there are there are some surprise Pokemon in there as it goes through. Just <laughs> don't, don't want to spoil it. You can't even name them, can you? I I I probably could name if I looked it up, and, and you could probably guess which Pokemon it is if I look it up if I subscribe it. But I don't want I don't want to spoil it this early on in the show. But you're going to spoil it later. No, 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 no. I'll spoil it when Pete comes back. Okay, that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> Maybe if Pete ever wakes up, we we will record a podcast about Detective Pikachu. How long is it? Is it like a proper full length film, or is it a bit? Ooh, we got there for ten o'clock, 
And then, because I made sure I wanted to go at a time when there was no children, because I'm a <laughs> terrible human being. <laughs> we got there for 10 o'clock, and we got out of there about five past midnight, and there was probably 30 minutes of adverts, so it's about an hour and a half long film. Did they cram any Switch ads in there? Like yeah, the there was an advert for um, Pokemon, there was an advert for the new Harry Potter AR game from Niantic, it was like from the makers of Pokemon Go. Uh, there was there was adverts for uh, Detective Pikachu trading card game, like they're adding new Detective Pikachu cards to the Pokemon cards that you can buy in the shops. There was a lot oh, of okay. adverts. Didn't you get them, like... No, in the UK you don't get them as part of the ticket. Well, I saw on Cineworld if you went and watched a 3D oh, one. Maybe maybe it's maybe it's only 3D then, or maybe it's only at Cineworld. But I do not watch 3D films. So I can't deal with two pairs of glasses on at once. Uh, Chris does colours as well. Makes it so much worse. It's terrible. Don't don't watch 3D films. It's just, it, there's no need for it, I don't think. But knowing that it wasn't 3D, there were probably on moments you could probably go, yeah, they put that in just for 3D. Pikachu turning around and there's tails in your face. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really good film. Like, the, the, the story is uh, kind of so-so, but um if you're there for like the world building and just being able to see all all your favorite pokemon come to life it's, it's definitely worth a watch and it's it's been doing pretty well it's, it's an over 170 million dollars globally on the opening weekend um and presumably that's going to continue into following weeks that's pretty damn good then again it's pokemon it's going to sell whatever yeah it is i mean this is nowhere near like avengers level of uh opening weekend which i think brought in close to a billion dollars on its opening weekend of the of the final one but um i'd imagine they're still pretty happy because it's already made back the the budget so the budget for the film was about 150 million and it's already made made that back so from now onwards it's just pure profit for it's like 90 percent cgi budget then yeah and they're probably going to reuse the animations for other stuff. Do you think they'll do a game? I know there's a Detective Pikachu game. I don't know if the storyline's the same. I don't know because I've not played Detective Pikachu, but I can't imagine it's the same same storyline. Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine it's it's Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. No. Do you what? think they're gonna like like now they've voiced him? Do you think they're gonna put like Ryan Reynolds clips in the main games? I would kind of love to see him revoice the game and like have it as an option. But he, I, I didn't know. I was, I was kind of like mixed before I went into the film as to whether I was going to like Ryan Reynolds as as Pikachu. But he was, he was very, very good. I really, really enjoyed him as as Pikachu. Were there any like cringy moments where you're like, mm. yes, yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but yes, there are some like close to the line jokes. So yeah, we we'll just have to go, go and watch it. Go and watch the film, please. I will. I'll, I'll definitely watch when it's out on Blu-ray. But that's ages away. You say that, but it's probably not ages away. It's only like six months max now before films tend to come to Blu-ray, isn't it? Yeah, something like that. I'd imagine it'll be. I'd imagine they'll probably release this around the same time as the next game. Yeah, that's a good point. So it'll be like you can take home to take to Pikachu, and then a few weeks later, the new game comes out. So it's kind of like a double thing again. Are you still playing Tetris 9999? Tetris 99. I am. Sort of. Not really. Uh, my girlfriend plays it, and when she goes for a toilet break, I end up taking it over while it's... Okay. So I am playing it, but passively. So as a backup. If she's not like the advert, then she doesn't take the Switch with her? No. Okay. That's good to know. Hygiene. 
Um, yeah, it's always a bit dodgy, isn't it? Like, yeah, you can play it on the loo. Yeah, yeah. but then what you do with it when you need it's to It's like, where am, where am I doing it? What am I doing with it? Is it going on the floor? I mean, again, maybe that's what the kickstand's for. And you can put it, put it down somewhere. Yeah, but where? It's still gross. Yeah. But Tetris 99 has now got two new offline modes thanks to a big block DLC that was surprise announced and released this week. Um, I was I was kind of surprised that they charged for this. It's eight ninety nine in the UK or nine dollars ninety nine nine euros ninety nine everywhere else, and it adds two new modes: a bat- CPU battle mode, which is basically the Tetris ninety nine game, but you play against ninety eight CPUs. Uh, and a marathon mode, which um, which I think is pretty much uh, just normal Tetris, right? Yeah, sounds like it. I'm, I am surprised they've charged for it. Well, I'm not surprised they've charged for it. I'm surprised at the amount they're asking for it. Because I'm assuming they've been compensated by Nintendo for having it on, you know, the online membership. So eight ninety nine for like an offline mode that basically switches players for CPUs. Mm-hmm. And then a bog standard kind of Tetris mode. Just seems like way too much money. There is there is another um, offline mode that they've said is coming later in the year, but they haven't announced what it is yet. But I I mean, I was talking to someone on on Twitter about when I posted the article, and I can't remember who it was, unfortunately. But um, they were saying that it just seems like a better deal if you go by Puyo Puyo Tetris. You get way more modes. You've got that little storyline mode thing you've got Puyo Puyo you've got Tetris and you've got both of them combined and if you can get it on a sale you can usually pick it up for about £10 £15 at the most it just makes more sense doesn't it really I'm not going to pick it up it's just too much money for what it is I've played Tetris probably 99 times on different (laughs) things so uh, I really don't need offline modes yeah I'm I'm enjoying um I I enjoyed the online mode. I've kind of just I fizzled out. Like I'm not that good enough of a player to to really enjoy it anymore. I don't think it's the same as way as it was with Fortnite. As you kind of get better and they put you against stronger players, I just I never get anywhere. Yeah, I think when like I enjoyed the online and when they started doing those competitions, that kind of pulled me back in. I otherwise probably would have fizzled out within like the first week. But as soon as they're like, oh, you can win gold points, it yeah. kind of brought me back to it. And I'm sure it brought a lot of players back to it. And they're still doing them now, aren't they? They've just announced, I don't know if it's in the UK, the American one's Maximus Cup, and it's the third one. Yeah, so the, the third Maximus Cup starts uh, this weekend on May 17th and runs until May 19th. This time, they brought it back. It's the same kind of thing. You can win the prizes again. But if you get uh, 100 points during the event, they are also unlocking a exclusive like um, Game Boy style. So it looks like the original Game Boy game. And it's like a theme for the game. I wonder if they're going to continue to do more of those as, as it progresses or whether you'll be able to unlock those in another way or if it's just going to be during the event. They'll probably keep doing them. It's an easy promo thing, isn't it? Yeah. And well, it's just a skin. I would have preferred like a Switch theme though. We, oh, we really need Switch themes. Yes, we do. Like a Tetris Switch theme would have been perfect. Make it like a membership exclusive as well. But those Switch themes should be coming with every every game, really. Like you buy a new, you buy a new game and it's like a, or even if it's like a deluxe version of the game or something, and then you get that Switch theme. Yeah, they did that on 3DS, didn't they? Sometimes if you pre-ordered the game, you'd get the bonus. Theme yeah, for free. or it was a My Nintendo reward or something. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no Tetris Nine Nine offline. Yeah, Eight Nine Nine is way too much. Well, I mean, if it's something that piques your interest, then um, yeah, go check it out. But uh, I don't think I'll be picking it up, um, picking it up either. 
Uh, also this week we got news that the Pokemon company is partnering up with DNA for a new mobile game, and, and this is the this was this news came from DNA's uh, fiscal report, the operating results for financial year 2018, and they put a surprise kind of slide in there that they're they're launching a new and exciting smartphone game this fiscal year based on the globally popular Pokemon franchise in partnership with the Pokemon company. More details such as information about the game and launch timing will be announced later. So uh, this is the DNA of the company behind um, Super Mario Run, Fire Emblem Heroes, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, and Mario Kart Tour. So it seems like they're just adding on a Pokemon game onto their portfolio of Nintendo games. What kind of game do you think it'll be? Do you think it'll be like Detective Pikachu or like a trading card game? I I um I think there'll probably be some form of I I mean it's difficult because they've already got Pokemon Quest, so mm-hmm. you already had that aspect of like a smartphone go around and find Pokemon. It's not going to be Pokemon Go style because they've already got that AR aspect. I can only imagine it might be like a mobile trading card game. That you actually like do the battles and stuff, because they'll be able to tie that in with the brand new gen as well, wouldn't they? Because this fiscal year, so it'll be releasing within like latest three months after the game's out. Yeah, so the uh, fiscal year ends on the, uh, ends in April 2020 for DNA, so it will be out by April 2020. Presume I would imagine it will probably come out alongside the the new game later this year, November time. It makes sense. Even if they miss like the initial launch, it's going to be within the first three months, like I said. So it's definitely going to tie into that somehow. So I can just imagine, like maybe it's a trading card game with Gen Eight as kind of the starting thing, or it could be what they did with Pokemon Quest, which was it was like a teaser game that they released on the Switch, um, and then later on mobile that was kind of getting people ready for Pokemon Let's Go. It came out a little bit earlier, kind of like a promo tool, yeah. Well. That would make sense too. It's interesting though, because Nintendo are handing, like, I know Pokemon's not traditionally a Nintendo IP, but it's usually Nintendo exclusive, but they seem to be very, very happy now to let those IPs just go straight on mobile and use them to pull users into their kind of yeah network of Nintendo games and IPs. I'm st- I mean, I'm interested to see what this is, but I'm also interested to see what Mario Kart Tour is, because we still don't know anything about that. I'd forgotten about that. And and that's going to be leaking out this month. It goes into closed beta on um, May 22nd. So even though Nintendo have made it specifically clear that no one can share any screenshots of videos, on May 23rd, <laughs> we'll probably have a very good look at exactly what Mario Kart Tour is. Yeah, I imagine so. They'll probably be live streamed as well. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not something I would risk having my Nintendo account banned, but if uh, other people want to share screenshots with us, then I'll happily take a look at them. Even if they don't, like, get it from there they'll probably just pull it from servers they somehow managed to pull everything from the servers nowadays anyway yeah thought well, that it's it's coming out on android so it, you can just get a cracked apk in about two seconds and it'll everyone will be able to install it uh also this week it was curious you noticed that grotopia got a trailer on the nintendo of america website and this is a game that's from uh ubisoft but hasn't even been announced for switch yet had a had a page on the Nintendo of America website, and then a trailer randomly went up, and then it got pulled down. Yeah, so weird. Like it started off being rated in Taiwan. This was ages ago, so it was like, oh, it's clearly coming to Switch at some point. And then Nintendo created the page, so it's like, well, it's kind of confirmation there. And then they put up screenshots 
fine. They were just general press screenshots. But then the actual trailer they put up eventually was full-on Nintendo Switch branded trailer that was up there for like a day or less than a day. And then the entire page just got pulled down again. So I'm not really sure what's going on there. They definitely seem to be bringing it to Switch, but they don't seem to want to announce it yet. But in the same time, they're putting up pages and trailers. It's got to be a mistake, hasn't it? And I, I, I mean, we were discussing before we started recording, and I think it probably is down to Nintendo wanting to surprise drop it. If it's ready, there's a trailer, there's a page up. Yeah, surprise dropping, air quotes. Well, they surprise dropped Fortnite last year at E3, and it really wasn't a surprise to anyone. Because the page went up on the eShop and people datamined it and knew it was coming weeks ahead. Yeah, well, the actual page of Grotopia went up in like March, late March, I think it was the 29th. And it just sat there. It just sat there, but the date on it, it even had a release date, was set in the past. It was, I think it was the 27th or 28th. (laughs) So like from day one, the page didn't really make any sense either. What is is the game, like for, for the people that don't know? Um, I've never played it, but based on the screenshots, it looks like some kind of sandbox MMO where you can get like a pixelated character. Okay. You can go kind of build stuff or chat with other players, kind of like Minecraft, I guess, and it's, but 2D. And it's a free-to-play thing. Yeah, it's free-to-play, and it didn't have a price on the temporary game page that Nintendo put up, so I presume it's free-to-play there as well. And if it's like the other free-to-play games... You probably won't even need a Nintendo Switch Online subscription to play it. Yeah, most most likely, um, unless they unless they want to make it kind of an exclusive, like they did with Tetris Ninety Nine. Yeah, I suppose that could be possible. I I can't see them doing that with any game that's not cr- developed and published by them, but it's a possibility. Yeah. <clears throat> well, Grotopia is out on I think mobile and PC and stuff, so it'd seem a bit weird to lock people out and call it an exclusive when really it's not. I wonder if it's uh, wonder if it'll be cross platform like um like Fortnite and uh, Paladins and things like that is. I don't know. I think apparently because we got tipped off on this, some person who's really into Grotopia kept emailing us every time a change happened, which is awesome. Um, but they were saying like on the they have an official Grotopia forum that's run by the people that own the game now. Um, Ubisoft I think took over from the company, and they were saying that every time something happened, they started forums or like chats on it. The admins are coming in just shut everything down. And I think one of the questions on there was, will it be cross-platform? And the users of the forum seem to think it would be, based on how the game works currently. That's so strange. Yeah, it's, it's like the worst kept secret, but they still want to try and keep it a secret for some reason. Can't blame them, you know. We'll just have to, we'll just have to wait and see. I mean, I, I can see us finding out about it at E3, if not sooner. Yeah, like, I said this earlier on Twitter. Uh, I think we're going to get a direct before E3, and things like this are probably going to be the the meat of it. Okay, I mean I don't know that we'll get a, another full direct. I think maybe we'll we'll, we'll discuss it at the end of the show because we're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Also, this week Nintendo announced the Switch Online NES titles for May. They're coming out on, or they'll already be out by the time this is released. They're coming out on May fifteenth, um, which at time of recording is tomorrow. Uh, this week, the uh, this month, the games are Donkey Kong Jr. versus Excite Bike and Clue Clue Land. Uh, I'm very excited about Donkey Kong Jr. It was one of my favorite games on the Game and Watch Gallery that I had on the uh, Game Boy Color. So I'm very excited that it's going to be coming to the Switch. I think it's the only game where Mario is actually the villain, isn't it? 
I I don't know. Maybe, yes. Because I was reading about it because I've never played it before. And I was like, okay, so Mario's a villain. Donkey Kong's kind of the princess, so to speak. Yes. The victim. Yeah. And you play as DK Jr. as a hero. I was like, that's so weird for Nintendo to make Mario the villain. Is he actually Mario or is it Jumpman? Well, Jumpman is Mario. He technically isn't, but yeah. Like, Why? Because he's got different colour overalls. Yeah. But um, I, 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 yeah, Donkey Kong essentially is captured and you're his son trying to save him from the evil Mario. It's a bit of a, you know, strange one, but I really like it. It's, uh, it's easier than Donkey Kong and it's more fun. Is it kind of the same kind of gameplay? No, so well, sort sort of. You have to you start at the bottom. You have to get up, but you jump across like um, vines or ropes in order to climb up to to get to him. And you have to like go up and down the vines as Mario kind of drops things and pick up uh, different power ups and stuff as you as you go through. So it's it's a bit different. You've probably played it. I may have played it. It's one of those games I've probably forgotten about. Clue Clue Land is apparently Nintendo's answer to Pac-Man. It's not something I've ever played of. It doesn't look as good as Pac-Man. How dare you on a Nintendo podcast? Are you are you a, are you a fan of Clue Clue Land? Nope, never played it, but um, it looks good. It is essentially Pac-Man, apart from you can only turn by going over like some kind of turning poles, oh. so you can't like turn around unless you get to a point that enables you to. Okay, that's strange. Yeah, and instead of going off like the edge of the screen, you know, in Pac-Man, you go off the edge of the screen, come yeah. on the other side. This one, you just kind of bounce off, so it turns you around. Huh. So it's like Pac-Man in a box. It's like the original Snake compared to like Snake Two on the uh, yeah on the Nokia. And then Excite Bike versus Excite Bike. I really don't know the difference. Oh, actually, no, this is what we wanted. Do you remember when we recorded that original NES video? Yep. And it was like, yeah, let's play a two-player game. Oh, you don't actually play together. You play one after the other. It looks it versus Excite Bike. You actually play competitive. Yeah, so it's got two-player in it, whereas the other one didn't. And apparently, the version it's based off, which like I'll be able to confirm this tomorrow, but. Looks like Famicom Disk System. Yeah, so apparently the version it's based off, you can actually edit the tracks as well and rearrange stuff. Oh, that's curious. It's not been confirmed whether the Switch version's got that in or not, but by the time you get around to it, you can play and find out. Yeah, because the, the picture that they put in the um in the press release of the artwork is is a Famicom Disk System game. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love the little Famicom Disk System, man. I really want to get a t-shirt with the Famicom Disk System, man, on it. You know, the little yellow man with the glasses. Big fan of him. Yeah, massive fan of his work. He's fantastic. <laughs> uh, so when they out uh, tomorrow, all three of those are out? Yeah, yesterday or earlier this in, in time for listeners. <laughs> yeah, that's confusing. So yeah, go play them now. So out this week, I just wanted to touch on some of the biggest games coming out in the next week or so. It's probably the biggest games coming out on the Switch this month. So on Tuesday, the 21st of May, we have Resident Evil, Resident Evil 0, Resident Evil 4, Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered, and Sniper Elite V2 Remastered, all on the same day. On the same day, jeez. Yeah, all on the same day. So it's, it's a big day for anyone that wants to play Resident Evil on the Switch, and you, know, you can mm-hmm. pump down almost £50 to play the three old games if you really want to. Do they come in like a package? Or no, they're, just all separate they're all releases? separate, Jeez. which sucks because on every other platform, 
Capcom bundled Resident Evil and Resident Evil Zero together as a remastered package. I picked them up on the PlayStation when they first came out for £20. And it's about 50 for all of them. And they're £15 each, yeah. Mm. No comment. Good job, Capcom. And they're not coming out on in a physical format either, which is disappointing. In any territory. I think they might be in Japan, but they're, they're definitely not over here. And I don't know if they'll be playable in English if you get them in Japan. <laughs> Why can't people just release games normally? I have no it's idea. It's not that hard. Just put it on a car. They did the same thing with uh, Devil May Cry when they announced that as well last week. Uh, that's only coming out physically, uh, digitally, but that's only coming out digitally everywhere, even in Japan. Yeah, it bugs me because I know like in five, ten years time, we're just going to lose all these games. Yeah. Yeah, you won't be able to play them again. Nintendo will take down the eShop like they did on the Wii and you'll just you'll be stuck unless unless they're stored on an SD card somewhere. You won't be able to play them. I don't know how the SD card thing works either. If you can just like, if you can have multiple SD cards with games on and just swap them out. Yeah, you can. You can swap your cards out. I remember when they first announced the Switch. That was one of the first things I learned about it. That's that's cool. Because I mean, you can at least you can at least back it up that way. Yeah, but then if you break a Switch, you can't access those games on another Switch. Really, they're tied to the Switch's like serial number. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, people would just rip them off the SD cards and upload them. Well, I know, because you could just t- it could be that you have to be logged into your account or something. I don't know. As far as I'm aware, they're like kind of encrypted to your Switch or something. I don't think you can just take a card out, shove it in another one and carry on. God, that's shitty. Mm-hmm. And then Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered. Are you an Assassin's Creed fan at all? I played one of them. Can't remember which one. That was quite good. <laughs> I played the second recent one. Um, Origins or Odyssey? Uh, it's based on Egypt. Origins. Origins. Okay, and yeah, I wasn't. A fan. You didn't like it. It was just like a really bad Witcher. Oh, for God's sake! It was. It was just like a bad Witcher. No, it's not. It's like a really clunky character. I yeah. I mean, I much prefer Cassandra in um, o- Odyssey. It's nice being able to play as a woman. Oh, didn't they have some kind of big kerfuffle about the ending? I, yeah, it game. was something to do with the DLC in Odyssey that they have now yeah. since changed because it was horrendous. And no matter what choice you made, you always ended up with a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Life lessons right there. Which now is not the case. If you get the DLC, you have a choice. Have you played Sniper Elite? 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 V2 Remastered? I haven't, but my boyfriend absolutely loves the Sniper Elite games. What's the V2 all about? It's just the second one in the uh, in the, not, in the series. The I, no, no. So Sniper Elite came out, I think, la- last month on the Switch in April. Uh, now the second one's coming out on the Switch as well. Basically, these are... Um, you just go on a mission and you're a sniper and you're like hidden away somewhere and you have to take out all the people from a distance and make sure no one spots you killing them all. It's a very it's a very wholesome game. And this is a remastered version, right? Yes, so I think it originally came out on the uh, Xbox and PS2. Okay. Uh, or maybe the Xbox 360, I'm not sure. Um, and now it's obviously coming out on, on Switch. It came out on PS4 and Xbox One as well uh, last year. Oh, okay. So I presume it's those that have been ported over yeah. to Switch. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. So it's not a specific remaster just for the Switch. They uh, They had obviously decided to just port over the ones that they've already remastered. But going back to Assassin's Creed, I'm probably going to pick it up. You are? Yeah. Is is 3 a good one? Have you played it before? I've never played it. The only Assassin's Creed I've ever played is Odyssey. Okay. And I've played Liberation on the Vita. 
But uh, so I'm looking forward to playing Assassin's Creed 3. I enjoyed like, I think it was either the first one or the second one I played on Xbox. That was good. So if it's anything like that, because it's an earlier one, I might pick it up. I think, I, I mean, I know it's going to feel like an older game because it's from like Xbox 360 PS3 era. And I know it's not as open world as like the newer games, but I think uh, I think it still should be a good game. We'll see. We'll get you to review it. I'm cur- I'm curious to see how it performs, and I'm curious if this is the start of Ubisoft pulling over more of the older games. Like I'd love to see like Far Cry and stuff like that come over. Okay, like no, a, that would be quite like good. a Far Cry Two remastered that they they released last year on the PS4 and Xbox One. That could that could if this in a similar engine could fairly easily come over to the Switch. Yeah, I'm not sure if they shared the engines with these because I know Ubisoft have a couple of in-house engines that they do use over and over again. Is it Snowdrop? Was that one? They have Snow. I actually know for a fact that the Far Cry engine is is separate. It's the Cry engine. Then there is. Um, Snowdrop, which they developed for that one in New York, the Tom Clancy one. I can't remember the name of. Oh no, the one you're on. The Division. Division. They mm-hmm. they they developed that for the Division, and then they started using it on everything, including um, Mario Rabbids. So Snowdrop already runs on the Switch. I think Mario Rabbids uses that, or was it the snowboarding game? Yes, that's steep. Steep. That was never even released, was it? It was meant to be released, and it used Snowdrop. Okay, yeah, so that's not a good sign for Snowdrop. Yeah. Uh, and then um, they, I think they've got one for Assassin's Creed as well. So they just keep swapping engines like crazy. I'm totally not Googling it. Anvil. <laughs> Anvil Next was the engine that Assassin's Creed 3 uses. So. What else was built on Anvil Next? Let's have a look, shall we? Um... I mean, I, speaking of engines, the Resident Evil ones, presumably Resident Evil 4... The reason Devil May Cry can come over is because it uses the same engine. I'd presume so. <laughs> okay, so Anvil Next, the engine behind Assassin's Creed 3, was also the engine that Steep used. Anvil Next 2.0. Oh, so Steep wasn't Snowdrop. And Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. And Assassin's oh, like... Creed Origins and Odyssey. That's a big difference between all those games. Apparently all the Assassin's Creed's are built on this engine. Yeah. That's curious. I would love to see Ghost Recon come over as well, or even some early Splinter Cell games. Bring some of those over. Ooh, Prince of Persia. They could easily port that one over. Yeah. Ubisoft have a big back catalogue they could just like dip into and re-release the games and everyone would buy them. Just look at what Capcom's doing. They're just soaking up all the cash. That's pretty much a practice in every console, isn't it? Oh, look, a new Capcom collection. Here's Devil May Cry. And... Well, and Bethesda's is, oh, a new console. Let's yeah. re-release Skyrim. It's a classic. Yeah, I always buy Skyrim. Classic I've never played, actually. You've never played Skyrim? Nope. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) How have you not played it? How have you managed to avoid playing Skyrim? I just didn't buy it. Pretty easy. Don't buy it. You don't play it. Would you like to play it? I'll probably play it eventually. What platform would you play it on? Switch. Yeah, it's it's the way to go. If you get it, because it comes with a lot of DLC as well. I've played that game maybe five times. You play every game like five times, though. I play the games I enjoy a lot. I'll give you that. You're you you dip around the place. You're, you're on something new all the time. I like to test the uh, test what's going on, see what's <laughs> see what's new, <laughs> see what's crap. Okay, so before we move on to our main topic, I just wanted to plug the new Discord server that we've set up today. Pixel, how can they join the Discord server? By clicking the link in the description, because I can't remember what the crazy URL is. 
Yeah, so I'll put the link in the show. I'll put the link in the show notes if you're on YouTube. Where Pixel has definitely uploaded this this too, then um, you can click the link in the description. Uh, but also make sure you follow us on Twitter, twitter.com/slash/lootpots, and we're pretty much lootpots everywhere. Everywhere you are, apart from Facebook, we we are. And if you're on Facebook, you probably shouldn't be there anyway. <laughs> So, the big story this week was Nintendo revealed the full E3 2019 schedule, which includes a Switch Focus Direct and Treehouse session focusing on Switch titles for 2019. Uh, so, the Switch Direct kicks off on June 11th at 9am Pacific Time, 12pm Eastern Time, or 5pm British Standard Time. What are you expecting to see in the E3 Direct? They've said that it's going to focus on Switch titles for 2019. Do you think we'll see anything else? No. I think 3DS is dead now. I'd be surprised if they sneak a 3DS game in, unless they're planning on reviving it somehow. It's definitely just going to be Switch, Switch, buy a Switch. Mm -hmm. This is on Switch. Hey, look at a Switch, buy a Switch. They've got so many Switch games lined up already. Yes, so we've got Animal Crossing and Luigi's Mansion definitely coming. Mm -hmm. We've got the Pokemon Sword, Pokemon Shield. I think they'll get their own Direct. Yeah, but they'll still feature them in E3. Do you think so? Yeah, I reckon they'll be playable. E3, E3 show floor. I, I think you'll demo. see them in the treehouse and they'll be playable, but I don't necessarily think they'll have prime spot in the direct. They'll chuck them in there just for good measure. You know, like this is what you could play if you own a Switch right now. Do you think we'll see some about Astral Chain? When's that due out? I think November. So yeah, they'll probably plug that. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do a kind of mini plug for Metroid with some in development footage for Prime 4. Just kind well, of. that'd be early. Yeah, but we kind of need that reassurance that it's still yeah. happening from retro. What about the um, Zelda remake? Oh, yeah. I, I just want that now, to be honest. <laughs> well, I, I can see us getting a release date at E3. I want a surprise drop tomorrow. It's definitely not happening. Yeah, I know. <laughs> was it set, has they said fall? I can't even remember. Was it fall? No, or it just... just said 2019. Uh, so it could be tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and it's out, cool it. <laughs> I also wonder if we'll see more about Nintendo and, and Microsoft partnering up. Yeah, Microsoft are there at E3. It's PlayStation's not, so... Yes, Microsoft's there. They could really dominate E3 just by teaming up and going, this is what we're doing together. Here's all our exclusive stuff. And the, uh, the other people that are there, I think, that are worth keeping an eye on is Google with uh, Stadia. It's not a uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers song or an album. That's the one, Stadia Arcadia. That's it, yeah. <laughs> but i i mean i think we could see um ori in the blind forest announced for yeah. switch uh maybe i think a lot of people would be very happy with rare replay coming to the switch that would go down amazingly if they managed to pull that off because that's got banjo on it and everything hasn't it it's got yeah it's got banjo it's got conkers uh it's got golden eye and it's got perfect duck I'd I'd be down for some rare replay, but Ori in the Blind yeah. Forest I've played because my brother had an Xbox and when I was babysitting for him, I went round and played like the first twenty minutes of Ori and I really got into it. But again, I don't have an Xbox, so is it not? Is that not one of the ones that's on PC? It is, but I just generally don't like playing on PC. I work at a PC okay. all day. I sit at a PC all day. I don't want to sit at a PC to play games. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that. So if they brought Ori in the Blind Forest to Switch, I'd buy that day one. Have you played Ori yet? No, I haven't. It is, I don't think it's one of the ones on Game Pass. If it is, I might check it out. But 
like you i i mean i have uh, an xbox and a ps4 but i just way prefer taking my console and just going anywhere else even if i'm just sat on the sofa i prefer having like a console in my hands and that's what the switch is just perfect for yeah i, I do i sit and watch netflix and i'll play my switch at the same time yeah it's it's bizarre but it's just it's such an enjoyable experience compared to feeling restricted to having to play it on the console mm-hmm. so i would love if like microsoft x cloud is a thing and i can stream all of my game pass games to switch and i can just take that anywhere in my house or anywhere with an internet connection i can play anything from my xbox i can't see that that's going to be coming to the switch in at e3 but we'll just have to wait and see i guess can you remember that there was some kind of third party app that they were developing that they kept using the switch and the trailers for like streaming yeah, I games remember. do you remember what that was called i don't remember but i know they pretty much cancelled the switch version i wonder if the reason that never came to switch is because nintendo has got similar plans or if they just couldn't get it to work uh, well i mean i know they use like um they theirs works in a browser and i know nintendo are very kind of restrictive on like html5 and browser technologies right mm-hmm so it could be that they just weren't able to get it to work. It was a nice idea, but they just couldn't get it to work on the platform. Yeah, I think the browser became a massive exploit on the 3DS, didn't it? So they're probably extremely wary about yeah. opening that up on Switch. But you, you've been to E3 before. When when was that, 2016? <sighs> Something like that. It was Mario Odyssey year. Yeah, 2016 then. It wasn't last year. No. Oh, 2017 then. It must have been the year before last. Possibly. I really can't remember. Um... What what kind of what is it like when you're there and you're on the floor and so the year I went was the first year it got opened up to public, um so I was speaking to some people that went regularly before that were press and apparently it's a lot more hectic now that it's open to the public. It's really enjoyable but it's extremely hectic. Like people trying to the queues are huge. Like for Mario Odyssey, we got to you know play in a separate area, but like if you're general public be prepared to queue up for a long time to play like the big Nintendo games. Yeah. Although they have done that warp pipe thing now, haven't they? Yeah, so the Nintendo's warp pipe pass reduces your queue time. Uh, you apply for a pass uh, and I think they give you a time slot. It's like if you go to Disneyland and you get a fast pass ticket, they basically say come back at this time and you can jump the queue. I can't imagine that helping much though because that is like everybody who's got a My Nintendo account is going to apply for that. So you're still yeah. just going to be in a Yeah, but with... if everyone's got a specific set slot, then they know to come back at that time. They can go do everything else at the show and just go, right, I'm going to go play you know, the new Zelda game or I'm going to go play some Metroid Prime 4, which is totally not going to be playable. Some, some Animal Crossing or some Luigi's Mansion, those are more likely to be playable. Uh, and I've got to play that at 1pm. I'd say Animal Crossing is probably going to be their big show E3 game. I, I hope so, and it makes sense because it it's probably going to come out September time. It must do, right? Yeah. We've got Pokemon, which is going to be November, December. We've got... Well, we don't know when Pokemon's slotting in because Astral Chain's coming out in November. Yeah. <laughs> and when? When are they going to release Pikmin 4? It's got and to when be are they like... releasing that Zelda game? I've got a feeling that Zelda game's earlier than we I think. don't think it's June. I think that could be July or August. Mm-hmm. But we've in June, we've already got Super Mario Maker and that um, Marvel game. Ultimate Alliance, yeah. Ultimate Alliance 3. That's a that, Nintendo title. Yeah, that's a big deal for them, so they're not going to want to crowd that. 
So I'd say write the rest of that month off if the Marvel game's coming out then. Oh, it's a tough one. And they've got, it's a really tough one. They've got to have some surprise announcements, surely. I mean, they say they're focusing on the titles 2019. Whether that means all the games they're going to announce are in 2019, or whether they can they're going to tease some for 2020, I don't know. They always tease some for 2020. Like they always tease games for the next year. I could also see the next DLC for Smash being announced. Yep, definitely. Um, so we get the next the next fighter come in, and we know what IP that's going to be based on. No, that could work out quite well actually, because if they do hold it off to E3 then it will probably tie into an unannounced game. What have we? What, what are the rumours being around it? I don't I haven't really seen any. The only strong rumour I've seen so far that has some kind of concrete evidence is Witcher. Because okay. we saw that distributor listing. Witcher would make sense in a Smash game. Um, although they did already include him in the Soul Calibur game. So I'm not sure if... That's a viable choice. I don't think that matters, though. Like They don't seem to care. They'll put anything in anything. I mean, Persona characters get their own fighting game every time with Arena. It's true, but if they manage to get an exclusive deal, oh, Soul yeah, Calibur. Oh, yeah, good point. Because he's literally on Geralt's on the box art of Soul Calibur. Yeah. What's on your wish list for, for E3? What you would can... you most like to see? Other than Pikmin 4. Yeah, you know it. It is Pikmin 4. <laughs> And Pikmin 3 and, you know, 2 and 1. That'd go down nice, Yeah, I it? would love a pack of, like, remastered ones, but Nintendo don't usually do packs of remastered games, do they? Well, actually, they do. The Metro Prime Trilogy. I could, I, I would, wouldn't That's mind that, that either because I've never played those. That, that could be coming to Switch at E3 as well, you know? Yeah, that'd be nice to see. With a little teaser of the game in development. Uh, I, I mean, I wonder if they're going to fit many um, third-party titles in. I know Ubisoft had their own conference so they're they're presumably going to be announcing anything that they've got there Mm -hmm. whether Grotobia comes over i don't know bethesda's got their own conference as well same as they always do whether that will have anything for the switch we've got that doom eternal haven't we that's switch bound yes doom eternal's coming to switch they usually announce that at um quakecon though okay that's a 2019 title as well i think i believe so yeah so they're really gonna have to cram these months full Uh of games we haven't seen much about that new Wolfenstein game that's coming out either. When's that due? Because I know it's been up for pre-order already. Is it New Blood, Young Blood? It's uh, Young Blood, Wolfenstein to Wolfenstein Young Blood. Uh, that is due out in July, July twenty-sixth. Okay, so they'll probably just do a quick sizzle for that on the uh, yeah on the upcoming section. I presume they'll include. So, yeah, I mean we'll just have to we'll just wait and see. One thing that's on my um. My wish list is more stuff for Switch Online. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see a good update for that. I'd also like to see a decent software update for the Switch with themes, with maybe folders. Uh, they've started improving things with like the uh, the addition on the last update of being able to see your most played games and ordering it by that. Uh, but I don't necessarily know how useful that is. I think a proper search would be good. Yeah, I just I had a gander at it and so I haven't looked at it since. You know, it's it's one of those things. It's nice to have, but it's you know, it's a it's a very poor update on things that we need on Switch. It's for everyone on the console as well, so it's not just for individual users. So it's not it doesn't really it's not really useful for me because mm. like my boyfriend spends a lot of time on Diablo three, so that's really high up the list. Whereas I know that I've actually spent most of my time on, say, Stardew Valley and Splatoon. So it's it's. It's an interesting tidbit, but it's not actually useful. 
but I'd also love to see SNES or Game Boy games come to Switch Online. Game Boy games, they'd really knock it out of the park. They really would. Like SNES, I'd like them, but Game Boy games would really, they'd really appeal to me. A bit of Pokemon. Yeah, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon Blue. That I think part of partially why they didn't want to do that already is because they were still selling them on the 3DS. Like Crystal only just came out last year. People can't be buying them still on 3DS. I think they probably are. Yeah. I st- like you go into Smith's Toys here and you still see them on the shelf. Oh wow! Yeah. So you can I guess. get you can get them in that like fake Game Boy box. It's just got a download code inside. Hey, Battletoads is a Game Boy game as well. We could actually have Battletoads on Switch. I think you could actually get Battletoads on Switch anyway. I know it's a Microsoft IP, but that doesn't seem to matter these days. Very true. Didn't they remaster it or remake it or something? Battletoads 2 is coming out. Uh, maybe that will be the uh, Microsoft Switch. Kind That'd of. be nice. Yeah. I'm surprised that they haven't come up with like another leading esports title yet, because we had ARMS, which is kind of dead in the water now. We've had Splatoon 1, Splatoon for Wii U, and then Splatoon 2 for Switch, which they've now stopped updating. Do you mm-hmm. think we could possibly get like a, a Splatoon 3 for Switch? Or? Yes, Splatoon 3 is, is coming, absolutely. Uh, but uh, that's what, another thing that they have announced for the for E3 is the World Championship for Splatoon 2 and Smash Brothers. That I went to the European champ, uh, the UK Championships. They've had the European Championships and the American Championships, and now everything kind of goes to E3, and you can watch the World Championships of the Splatoon 2 and the Super Smash Bros. Ultimate ones. But uh, I mean, I think ARMS may have been a play for like another esportsy type game, but I don't think it was really a serious attempt compared to like Smash Brothers and Splatoon 2. No, but it was an attempt. Like, I know it didn't take off as much as Nintendo wanted, but they were pushing it. When it first came out, they were really pushing it. I just don't think it clicked with most people. No, it was a, it was a weird concept. I enjoyed it. Like, the, that perspective of fighting is just a strange concept. Yeah, no, I definitely think that like a Splatoon 3 announcement could be a potential E3 surprise. Yeah, I could see a little tease at the end with the Inklings again. Mm-hmm. Um, or even another Splatoon DLC, but I don't know if they, they would really be up for doing that at this point. Yeah, well, like they've got the Smash tournament, which would be the perfect place to kind of sneak in a new character. They've got the Splatoon tournament, which could potentially lead into some kind of Splatoon announcement. I know that's mm-hmm. before their E3 presentation, but they could literally just sneak something in there and then people would go nuts waiting for the E3 Direct. <laughs> you think they'll announce stuff in the Treehouse then? I think Treehouse will get a better look at stuff. Like That's generally what they do, don't they? Because we've got three yeah. days of it after the E3 Direct. So we'll probably, so say for instance, Animal Crossing is a big announcement at E3 we'll get like the in-depth look at those kind of things and new characters. I don't know if they do new characters. Do they? Animal Crossing, yeah, they mm. did for the for the 3DS one. Okay, so get a look at the new visitors to the town. All the things you can do now. It's probably going to have some kind of online element that they'll be showing Absolutely off. needs some kind of online element. I want people to move into my town. Same thing with Luigi's Mansion. That's pretty much a guaranteed as well. Um, so yeah. they'll be showing that one off. And I really think Pokemon will be an E3 feature and it just makes sense for it to be in the treehouse because otherwise it's just pokemon direct after pokemon direct after pokemon direct trying to not only get but why does that matter they didn't give it they didn't give a shit about that when it was a smash direct a smash direct a smash direct here's all the menus here's how this works here's every character in the game 
true but that was last year's e3 direct was here's every here's every character in super smash brothers ultimate but exactly that was e3 you know e3 is when they can go really in depth with stuff because they've got your attention they've got a worldwide audience and they've got an entire generation to push with pokemon in addition to all the new features in the game like based on like the trailer analysis we did you've got the clothing you know all the new gyms uh, inside buildings all that yeah. kind of stuff. There's so much for them to cover, and then surprise announcements. There's, there's guaranteed to be at least one. I and I think there's guaranteed to be at least one surprise release. So you seem to love doing that. Yeah. So I, I do wonder what that will be. Pikminville. <clears throat> <laughs> Every single time you get so excited about Pikmin, mate. If they don't release it, I'm just going to lose all hope because it's been in development for like six years now. Seven? Yeah, but it could have been cancelled and then restarted millions of times could have been shelved yeah but really it can't take that long to put a paper game together compared to some of the other titles they're pulling off <laughs> that's one of my pet peeves oh yeah you know just do this 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 and this and i take five minutes no but if they've started development on it and it's a case of shifting over to a new platform i presume the planning work's already been done well i mean i'd imagine that was in progress but they they want to space out their big IPs. I don't think Pikmin's really a big IP, though. I don't think it sells that much. Then why would they concentrate on it? Well, they won't concentrate on it, but they, they should give me it. Just send me it. <laughs> Nintendo, just send me a copy and I'll shut up. Would you would you be happy with the consolation prize of just the first three coming to the Switch? Yeah, or absolutely. even the last one coming to the Switch? For, I've only ever played three, properly. One and two I've dipped into, but I've only played three all the way through. So if they released a trilogy, I'd be happy as a pig and shit to be honest <laughs> okay well hopefully that that comes true for you yeah i, I mean i i don't know about the supply, surprise announcements i don't know what other ips they've got i don't think they'll announce another that kind of rumored breath of the wild style zelda because we've got the other zelda in the works yeah different teams totally different teams yeah so i don't i don't think they would announce that at this point anyway though they could they could do it either announcing two zelda games well one's already been announced it's not announcing it it'd just be giving it a release date yeah and i think we'll get more info on it actually i don't really know what more info we need on it at this point there's no new info to be had yeah the other the other thing that could potentially be there is um something about netflix because i know that they are at the show and they are doing a talk about um they're doing a panel about some of their games coming to the uh, coming out based on their their um franchises but i i wonder if uh Netflix is finally going to come to the Switch. Possibly. What did they bring? Stranger Things game. Was there another one? Yeah, Stranger Things game that they've said they're guaranteed to be talking about E3 and then also something else. Ooh, a mystery game. Yeah, based on one of their um, shows. Uh, I'm trying to think of what game would make a good Switch game now. What show would make a good Switch game? Sex Education, obviously. That looks so cheesy. Did you watch it? Yeah, I loved it. It was great. (laughs) All right. (laughs) <clears throat> uh ooh, they've also got the witcher franchise coming up on netflix they do yeah yeah they do and that's been rated for switch did i mention that already pretty sure I yeah did. you've mentioned that you're very excited about the witcher the, you know when it comes to switch i might actually play it i might actually get past that pub if if it comes to switch no when it comes to switch i will actually yeah i'm pretty sure it's coming yeah i think it's coming as well but then i I, i've seen so much about ori in the blind forest including a pissing box art and we still haven't seen the game yeah is that box art like a fan mark or i have no idea it looked legit to me but 
it could yeah, quite could easily have been knocked up in Photoshop. Photoshop in like two minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's not difficult. I just hope we get a new IP. I feel like the time's right for another new IP. That's what Astral Chain is. A good new IP. Sorry, I didn't phrase that. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you are going to get so much hate for that. Max is going to kill me. Yes, absolutely. Max is going to kill you. Astral Chain doesn't appeal to me, I'll be honest. No, it doesn't appeal to me either. No. No. Not at all. But I, I've tried Bayonetta and that didn't even appeal to me. I found Where's Bayonetta. Where's Bayonetta 3? Ooh, that's another good one. We haven't seen any more about that. There's so much stuff they could put in E3. Well, I, mean, I don't think we'll see any about Persona 5 uh, Phantom Strikers or whatever it's called. Why not? I don't. I don't think we'll see any more about that. That's a 2021 game for West for the West, or late 2020. Mm, very true. And then again, they could just plug it along with, oh, we've already announced Joker. Here's the games going along with it. Here's Geralt. Here's yeah, it Witcher. could be, yeah. Uh, here's Geralt and here's The Witcher, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you really are a man of wistful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it, pretty much. I can't think of anything else that they could possibly do, apart from, like, they said they weren't going to announce the Switch Mini and Pro, but, again... That could happen. I, I can't see any new hardware coming. I mean, I think there's new hardware coming this year or next year, but I don't think it'll be an SE3. I reckon it'll be afterwards and it'll be tied in with Pokemon. What, you think there'll be another another Pokemon console? Yeah. When you say another, it'll be the big one. The big one? The big one. The Switch Pro. Well, like the big seller. Like the big seller bundle. <laughs> and if I also want... hope it's the Switch Pro. I think they'll go with the Mini. You think so? Appeal just to the all-in-one unit with no Joy-Cons that come off. I reckon the Joy-Cons will come off, but it'll just be a... I don't think they will, and I don't think it'll come with a dock. I can see the dock being missed. It'll be a separate... I think it'll be a separate dock, and I don't think the Joy-Cons will come off. It'll be like an all-in-one unit. With a clamshell? No, no clamshell. And a tiny little... And a tiny little no, control. No clamshell. It'll look just like a Vita. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll just have to wait and see. E3's, what, two weeks away? Two weeks? Four weeks? Oh. Okay, I'm wish- that is really wishful thinking. E3's <laughs> four weeks away. Uh, that'd be t- three weeks away by the time this episode goes out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if uh, you have any thoughts, then do write in to us at uh, po- potscast at lootpots.com. That's right, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. You gotta uh, do the... Uh, Pete always reads it out in letters. P-O-T... S C A S T L O O T P O T S dot C O M. Yeah, you'll find it. <laughs> the link's in the show notes, just to click it. Uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash loopots, and you'll get an exclusive Patreon only podcast after dark episode every week. And you can follow us on Twitter at loopots and Twitch and YouTube and everywhere and hopefully Pete will be back next week to not make a mess of presenting this show so uh, I'll see you next week bye